You're listening to Ari Snapshots. Each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds, tackling herbicide resistance and bringing you the latest information with experts in the field. For Ari Snapshots this week we're going to be talking about the Chinese scholars and PhD students we've got here at ARI and I've got Steve Powell who's sitting with me and he's going to give us a bit more insight into how it all how that program began and what the researchers are looking at while they're here. How are you going Steve? Yeah all well thank you Jessica. Now can you give us an overview of how the program started with the Chinese students and scholars coming over to ARI? Yes we've got uh, Jessica quite a few Chinese uh, scholars in Ari and and uh, they're all fully funded from China and it's really a win-win situation with the Chinese Scholarship Council funding a number of people. Now how it started is that we already have two Chinese Australians, uh, Dr. Yu, that's uh, Quinn Yu, and Herping Han and they studied in Australia and stayed in Australia and are now, although they're from China, they are now Australian uh, citizens and very good and in fact uh, Quinn Yu is the senior researcher in ARI and uh, I said to, to Quinn Yu, well why don't you use your Chinese connections and heritage to recruit some good people from China? Well she really took me at my word <laughs> and has made several trips to China and has been able to recruit absolutely fantastic young Chinese scholars that have been able to win a China Scholarship Council and come here and work in ARI. So that's, in a nutshell, how yeah, it happened. How it happened. Yeah, and we're really happy to have them here. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the visiting scholars first. So we've got uh, two visiting scholars at the moment, Zhang Peng and Jia Yang. Can you give us a little bit of an overview of what they're looking at here? Yes, the Chinese scholars, these are young university lecturers in China who are awarded a one-year fellowship uh, funded by China to come to ARI. Now obviously they're uh, very technically skilled and why is it they come here? That's because we know a lot about resistance and they're working on resistance in China so they can learn a lot from us. And the win-win is that they work on issues that we are uh, uh, working on here. And the win for them is they get to work in a good program in a great country, of course, Jessica. Yes. And they get to improve their English language skills. Like, I find that they are really superb, technically. Uh, it takes a little while to work that out because of uh, fairly basic English language skills but that's not to detract from their technical abilities, which are very high, plus a very strong work ethic. Uh, fantastic young people. Now, Jia Yang, she did her presentation for the RE team today, so we got to learn a little bit about what she's going to be looking at. Can you tell us what she is going to be looking at in her work here? So Dr. Yang is going to work on resistance to the what we call the auxinic herbicides, the one that most know here as that is 2,4-D and she's working on a kinochloa that's called barnyard grass. It's a very widespread Australian and global weed in warmer areas and that is a really severe uh, weed in China and in the northern parts of Australia and she's working on the basis of quinclorac which is auxinic resistance. So we've already got a lot of work 
underway on 2,4-D resistance in wild radish, so I'm sure you can see the win-win. So uh, we have expertise and equipment. Uh, she's got uh, high technical ability, um, uh, strong work ethic, and uh, and improving English skills. Yes, and what about Zhang Peng? Uh, so uh, Dr. Peng is um, from a different part of China, and she's um, going to be working more on the metabolic resistance, so the sort of resistance that we've got in ryegrass in Australia. That's um, a really a, a, a real issue because it can give resistance to many different herbicides. Again, she's a, a very well-trained biochemist and molecular biologist and, uh, and, and high technical skills. And we're really lucky to have three PhD students over from China as well. We've got Huan Lu, Jin Yi Chen and Pan Lang. Jin Yi Chen's been here the longest. What's she looking at? Yes, as you say, uh, we've got three PhD students in Ari, yeah, and all of them are Chinese. That's in other correct, words, yeah. <laughs> we don't have any Australian PhD students. That's partly because there are not many undergraduate students, and they very easily get jobs in agriculture. Mm, yeah. Anyone listening to this, study agricultural science. There are lots of jobs. Lots so, of opportunities. Yeah. Yes. So our own people are are getting jobs, and fair enough. And good luck to them. Uh, so we are really lucky to have three top-notch. Uh, Chinese PhD students. Now they, these are enrolled, at least two are, enrolled here at UWA, so the UWA students um, uh, from China. And Jin Yi, in answer to your question, Jin Yi is an outstanding young woman and she's working on uh, how it is that ryegrass evolves resistance to trifluralin. So looking at the biochemical and molecular basis of that, really a difficult project, but she's a smart young woman and She's two years into a PhD doing a good job. And has a very good sense of humour as well. Yeah. Again, <laughs> uh, you would have seen, Jessica, that uh, once the development of English language skills comes, then we see what absolutely tremendous all-around people. And Juan Lu, he's been here the second longest out of the PhD students. What's his focus? Yeah, Juan Lu, he's working on... Uh, the resistance to herbicides like uh, atrazine, simazine, diuron, so the, those herbicides in wild radish. So again, working on our local problem of wild radish problem, wild radish that has evolved resistance to the atrazine, simazine type herbicides, and he's working on what's the biochemical molecular basis of that resistance. Again, fine young man, hard, hard working, uh, high technical skills, good all-round citizen. And Pan Lang, he is the newest recruit. What's his focus? So Pan Lang, yes, an, another highly motivated uh, student from China, uh, already done a lot of good research in China, and Pan Lang is working on glyphosate resistance, so um, again at that basic level. Three excellent PhD students, and we're really uh, lucky to have all three and it's a win-win. So resistance is obviously a big issue in China with all these, all the funding going into these students. Uh, what, how, did the, how does their agricultural system compare in terms of resistance to what we've experienced here? Yes, it's of course, as you say, Jessica, agriculture in China, very different, 1.35 billion people. Mm. Uh, 
um, something like 600 million small farms. Uh, farm size is often not much more than a, a hectare. Um, many, many people uh, traditionally uh, dependent upon agriculture and the, uh, that's changing with the movement of very large numbers of people from small farms and villages to cities uh, that we all know about, the rapid industrialization of China. Actually, farm labor has um, become much less abundant mm. than it used to be. And, and so, and, and with industrialization, uh, Chinese farmers have adopted herbicides and they are making the same sorts of mistakes that we have made. That is an over-reliance and a lack of diversity. So they're starting to get a lot of uh, resistance, uh, even in these very small farms that are mainly devoted to, to rice, losing some of the diversity of crops that they used to plant. Does this sound like a familiar story, it does, Jessica? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's what's, um, what's happening as China has industrialised and gone from a, uh, a relatively poor country uh, to a, um, a wealthy country. And um, as farm labour has become uh, restricted, uh, the adoption of herbicides, which makes sense, but they need to do a better job, just as we have learned we have to do a better job. Certainly, and I'm sure that uh, the people here at RE from China will go back home with that message, as you're very good at sharing the diversity message, Steve. <laughs> I get your point, uh, <laughs> Jessica. The, the students, in fact, uh, they're, they're fully funded from China, uh, as are the scholars, and they do have to return to their uh, country uh, as part of the, the um, commitment that they make. And um, whereas we, we have two permanent uh, Chinese-Australians that are the supervisor, do a lot of the, the initial work, but really this is um, uh, a very substantial program that is fully funded from China. And I wouldn't allow it to occur if it wasn't a win-win. Yes. And it, I'm sure you'd agree, Jessica, that really is a win-win. It is. And we've got some videos up on the RE website at the moment of Huan Lu and Xin Yi Chen, short videos where they're explaining their research in a little bit more detail if you'd like to learn more. And we'll have them hopefully talking on the podcast in the future as well. Thanks very much, Steve. You're welcome, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs>